Welcome to the Queer Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Elise, and every week I'll be interviewing a queer person about their experiences in fitness and sports. This week, I interviewed Megan Potter, a women's rugby player. podcast is co-produced by Eden Robinson, and many thanks to our newest patron, Eden Robinson. This episode of the Queer Fitness Podcast is sponsored by our Patreon. For just $1 a month, you too can become a patron of the Queer Fitness Podcast. You'll get access to bonus content from every episode, as well as patron-only perks. Become a patron and help support the show at patreon.com slash queerfitnesspod. Could you introduce yourself, your sure. name, um, your identity, your queer identity, or any other like identifying words about yourself? Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm Megan Potter, and I am cis female, uh, and banker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, uh, yeah. rugby enthusiast, just living the life in Wilmington. Cool, <laughs> cool. Yeah, so... Maybe let's not start out with rugby since you said banker first. How is corporate banking? <laughs> How is your experience as a queer person in corporate banking? It's interesting. Uh, anytime a queer person starts at the bank, I kind of get honestly a little excited that yeah. someone else that looks like me. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, I'm not treated differently. I don't think I've ever been treated differently, but I know I'm lucky for sure. Uh, and I also have a really great job that they treat us really well uh they care about us that's like the number one priority at the bank right they take care of us we take care of the customers take care takes care of the stakeholders so overall really lucky but i i love it a lot yeah so cool cool yeah i'm not i'm not a corporate kind of person no. that's why we're sitting here in the kitchen yeah doing a podcast so how when did you start playing rugby and sort of like how has that grown over mm-hmm. the- yeah i uh actually have been friends with rugby players for years uh all of my time at uncw and unc wilmington i i had so many friends and they all wanted me to play but i was like no <laughs> i can't tackle someone right that's not in my nature <laughs> and i don't know what happened a year and a half ago one of my friends finally convinced me to go to a practice i think i was just looking for something new and it yeah. was a couple people had continuously been begging me so I tried and and the you know when you hear rugby you have a lot of connotations about it and it honestly sounds really scary especially because it makes no sense at first right you're like right. what is a scrum <laughs> a ruck what did you just call me <laughs> so uh but I went to practice and we did simple things even and overall I just really liked it. I mean, it was just like hanging out with friends. Yeah. But then also doing physical activity things, which I enjoy right. and learning something new. And then over the course of the year, you know, I've gotten a little bit better. So yeah. That's good. <laughs> I do do good things sometimes. Right. Um, are you playing a specific position? <laughs> so we play, there's the classic regular rugby that is 15s, they call it. So there's 15 players for each side. Right. 
you're playing a 90 minute game that includes a 10 minute intermission or half or whatever you want to call right. it. Intermission. <laughs> that music side of me yeah. came out right there. Um, and so in that game, I usually play an eight man, which is kind of in the scrum, that big circle thing, the person in the back. Okay. Um, or a flanker. So the ones in the, kind of like this third row on the sides. Okay. So my job is more to keep an eye on what the other people are doing and kind of peel off from that really quickly to tackle. Okay. So cool. in that in that version, that's my position. And in sevens, it's seven people on the field. Right. So you kind of are just free for all, um, jumping around in what you're doing. Right, right. Okay. That makes sense. Um so only a year and a half doing rugby. That's cool. Yeah. Um I did look up the Cape Fear Rugby Association. There was just a big tournament in July. Mm-hmm. Where did you participate in or are you traveling to other tournaments or right what? yeah yeah so we all went to that one um our team is unique because we are we cape fear women's rugby but there's currently only about five to seven of us okay um, so what we have done this year is partnered with camp lejeune in jacksonville north carolina and uh triad in greensboro and okay. so we're kind of one big team so coordination can be a struggle. Everyone has their own life, and we want to have joint practices, but we don't always get to have right. joint practices. So coming together without actually practicing with the team presents a lot of challenges. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but we so, played yeah, and so got second place. So that's awesome. Congrats for our <laughs> losers division. <laughs> oh yeah. So then there are like also multiple women's divisions based on like yeah. size of group and ranking and that kind of thing. Yeah, Cape Fear Sevens is a huge tournament. It's international. People come from different countries for yeah. it. Uh, men, women, tons and tons of teams. So they're, they can split it, everyone into groups and then there are like elite groups and then also during that whole tournament was the Armed Forces Tournament. So it was the first one ever for women, oh. which is awesome. Oh, that's cool. Had yeah. a bunch of friends and even our own team members from Camp Lejeune got accepted into those teams. Oh, so. awesome. It was it was overall just a really unique experience, but yeah, we won one of the groups. Like the first day, we won no games, right? And then the second day, we came back and won all the games except for the last one. But uh, comeback story for the tournament, then. Yes, yeah. exactly. So you've got people from like three hours away. You've got like five or six women here, and then people from three hours away. Yep. <laughs> It's and so so are you doing like at least a weekly practice or is it like a monthly practice or are you just doing yeah T- tell me more <laughs> our group in Wilmington practices Monday and Wednesdays um from six to eight so we try to get as many people out there we have like a group me so we can kind of coordinate and then also we have a coach um Jeremy Leary with um Always Fitness and he just he used to be a rugby player and um just loves fitness so he'll come out and run drills with us and we do workouts and complain to him about doing the workouts and (laughs) just have some fun so they're only about you know a couple of us right now we used to have more numbers but you know life people have to move and whatnot and then Ideally, we meet um, every other week to once a month with the other team somewhere. In the middle. In the middle or in Lejeune or here. But um, we're still kind of getting back into the season and we've lost a lot of people. So it's a little bit harder to meet up. Yeah. Yeah, So women's rugby versus men's rugby, right? There are obviously a lot more people, especially in the Cape Fear League, that are in the men's rugby team than the women's. Mm -hmm. What, what sort of feeling is there like camaraderie between the like men's team and the women's team are you like going out to get beers afterwards with them or right. do you see them or i have some friends in the sure. men's teams um and i'm starting to know more people on the men's teams we're all trying to uh 
our and this team actually the women's team was around like two three years ago yeah and it dissipated uh for whatever reason um we know some of the people on that team and it, it was just hard for them to maintain right um and they had had a relationship with the men i'm not sure how it ended but uh with only a few of us it's hard for us to participate in some of their activities right. when it comes to it but we're hoping to get a little bit closer with them and um whenever i can i go to their games so um hopefully hopefully we get um get a little closer in the next few years if we're still around but. yeah being so small presents a little bit of a struggle there. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, are you the only queer person on your team? Do you know? I or do or or do no, other not. do other people on the team know that you're? Everyone knows, and I think that that's one of the cool things about rugby. Yeah, you walk in and everyone's kind of half prepared for someone to come out or something okay, or just yeah. be out already. Right. But yeah, no, I'm not the only one. It took me a second to remember. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, we have a couple of girls. It's about half and half. And the Lejeune side is um, actually most of our team is, is straight, when, which yeah. is not always the norm. College teams can sometimes be more majority straight or... Yeah. Um, but like a lot of teams, obviously, it could be... It, it just I feel like varies. it's one of those sports that gets assumed that there are a lot of... Yes. Especially queer women. Yes. Just like softball. <laughs> you gotta get a yeah. stereotype. There is definitely a stereotype there, but it's not it's not obviously just for queer women. Right. But we it's welcoming to everyone. And so are the men. I think the men men culture in rugby is pretty much the same and varies from place to place, but rugby in general is very an open sport. Yeah. Of all shapes and sizes are welcome. So that's kind of the ongoing theme, um, all around, which is really nice. That's what I like a lot about it. Yeah. So you don't have to fit into the certain football sizes that it's just everybody can everyone provides value <laughs> good, good um did you play any other sports as a kid then before you know having people convince you mm-hmm. to do rugby or up, up till college yeah. yeah um I played soccer when I was younger I hurt my leg and then after that I wasn't really as enthused about going back yeah and then joined the marching band (laughs) (laughs) that counts as a sport it does (laughs) I know it's hotly debated but I did get some workouts in there um but yeah no I I, in college I didn't play sports I did go to the gym a lot and uh and continued after college I did a lot of um I still work out like almost every day in a gym yeah so I overall just enjoy being physically fit and working to better myself. Right. But not a lot of sports since then. Yeah. Jen, the personal trainer, mm-hmm. what sort, what um, has that added to your experience of maybe just going to the gym by yourself during college or? Right. Yeah. He is great. He, um, what I really like about him being our coach is he kind of walks through the basics in every practice. Uh, and when we do do more fitness focused things we have enough time to focus on our breathing yeah. because a lot of uh, recovery can I guess be enhanced by the way you breathe so if you breathe through your nose your heart rate's going to drop a little bit faster which allows you to do more more or less right so he teaches us those parts of it and he'll kind of go into an explanation of why we're doing the exercise we're doing so I just appreciate the education that he's brought to the table that we wouldn't be getting elsewhere. Right. And also that he's taking his time out from his family and three kids and his wife and 
and he has a job um, to tell us to do bear crawls down the field <laughs> right. and sprint because yeah. none of us are going to tell ourselves to do that. Right. Or, so he's been, it's been really great to have someone kind of run the team because it's very hard to have an, your own teammate tell you, okay, guys, we're going to do this. Right. So. Right. You've started rugby now after college. How is that? I mean, maybe since you didn't do a sport in college, but how... Well, I guess like making friends as an adult is weird, right? So I guess so starting weird. sports as an adult must be like a little bit different than, you know, sort of continuing a sport on from high school or from college or something like that. Are most right. of the people on the team doing a similar thing mm-hmm. or are most of the people right having have played rugby for five or ten years or? Yeah, a lot of uh, the team, it's, it's you have a handful of rookies. Um, for us, we do. We have a lot of vets, veterans that have been around for years and years. Um, and the age will just vary. We yeah. have one person who isn't playing currently, I don't think, but she was playing with us for the past year. I think she's in her 50s. Um, oh, yeah. So she's been around yeah. for quite a long time. Uh, but I don't know. A lot of people going to college, you know, you don't really know much. There aren't as many high school teams, so you do get to kind of build that foundation together with more people. Right. But even still, people will come randomly and just want to learn as an adult, and it's kind of fun. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Whenever anyone comes, we try to be really conscious about walking through basics and not just throwing a term out there without explaining it. and Because it's hard to learn something new sometimes, and I don't know rugby is such a scary thing and can actually like for me I was really anxious at first and getting on the field was scary and I didn't really know what to expect so we try to take a lot of time with people who are brand new to it especially when they're our age and you know an adult yeah maybe trying to make friends or trying to be just generally fit and learn something new um it can be hard but it's also really fun if you get into it yeah yeah (laughs) if life doesn't get in the way because it surely will try you think that you as a queer person like view your body in terms of fitness in a different way than maybe your maybe straight teammates or other people at the gym it seems like a big question yeah well could you clarify sure <laughs> like um maybe you want a different look from your body or maybe you have different expectations of what you're you want from fitness or sports than maybe somebody else yeah has. Um, I'm not quite sure. Uh, it's a it's a I hard mean, question. It's something that I'm like trying to grasp. Yeah. For through this podcast, but like, there's like there's no one answer, right? Right. Well, I mean, you know, if, if asked this six, seven, eight years ago when I was in college and not as confident and I didn't really like my body as much, um, you know, that answer would look a lot different than now. Me, I've personally just come to terms in the past couple of years of really actually just liking the way that I look and appreciating it um and I mean that's just from fitness in general right just being fit and learning more and how to be healthy um and I think for me like as someone who is presents a little bit more masculine like I don't I am trying to you know make my chest a little bit flatter and my ass a little bit flatter that or not flatter but <laughs> it's you know anyways yeah no yeah you're good <laughs> but yeah just in general um the definition and the results that I see do make me more confident in my own gender, I think. Yeah, that's good. That's a good answer. <laughs> um, what has been your proudest moment since starting rugby? 
honestly, I just, anytime I score is still yeah. so exciting because it doesn't happen often. Yeah. My position is a lot. I tackle a lot. I, I am pretty good at tackling. Um, I still have a lot to learn, but it's just fun. And I always get back up and do it again. Yeah. Uh, but anytime you have that feeling of accomplishment, especially, you know, that it's from all this teamwork, there's so much built into just that one score, but, um, even just breaking away and running with the ball, or if I get a good tackle, if I catch the ball, like on kickoff, that's a good feeling and, or, um, kicking a conversion. Yeah. So when you score, you get a certain amount of points and then when you kick it, you get additional points. And if you get it through those uprights, so it's fun. I really like to kick. <laughs> Mostly the backs, the smaller, faster people tend to be the kickers. Right. But I really enjoy that as a forward. So it's kind of weird. But yeah. Is there anything you feel like I haven't touched on? Do you have a good story to tell? Well, I guess something I could talk about is honestly just the best thing about rugby. Sure. Yeah. Which is um, the feeling of support and community you have with people. Um, people, you know, hear rugby and I always heard rugby and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds scary. <laughs> yeah. Or like, ooh, there's like a stereotype that comes to mind or whatever um, of just sweaty people and blah, blah, blah. But I'm just sweaty people. <laughs> I don't know. I always see my friends play. Sweaty, like, dirty people. You guys are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you do this? But um, um, it's just the known thing in the community. Like, you tackle some people and some people... Everyone plays differently, but I, for example, was playing against the Savannah team, and I, I think I had sprained my ankle earlier in the game, so I wasn't mm-hmm. feeling super great, but I was playing anyways, you yeah. know, you have the adrenaline, you're going to go, like, right. I did not want to stop, and at some point someone tackled me, and it probably felt funny to her, but she kind of stopped, she's like, hey, dude, are you good? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man. And then... <laughs> Like, thank you. Right. <laughs> and then later, you know, after every rugby game, you go social. Uh, so you go so like go to usually a brewery or something. You don't have to drink or anything, but go there and have fun with your team and the other team. And so I went up to her and I said, hey, I just want to comment on how great your sportsmanship was. Like, I really appreciate it that yeah. you checked in on me because that's what I would do. And most people don't do that. Like, or some people will right. do that but not everyone right. does so it's just really neat and overall the community of camaraderie like that you have with getting to know people in places i've met so many people in the past year and a half yeah. and i've made so many friends and um it's just nice like one of the things that you say when you're running with someone is you say i'm with you and yeah even just hearing someone say that knowing that you have support is a really really great feeling Oh yeah, so I did. I didn't know about the social aspect mm-hmm. of it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have then traveled to other location, other right. That was uh, something I asked earlier. I guess match games, matches, yes. Mat- <laughs> matches work, <laughs> games work, or too. tournaments. Yes. Um, is yeah. that just like just in the southeast then? Well, rugby is pretty much all over. I don't know what or I don't, I don't know don't like where your team is. Right, you know, um, sort of making the. Our so matrix season is southeast, so I think the most northern team that we play is Durham. Okay. Um, so we play Durham, um, Southern Pines. There are games in Savannah, Charleston, Green... Maybe not Greenville. Talking back about weird rugby terms, if you play for another team, and you can't do this for matrix, but if you're playing like a friendly 
where um, everyone just kind of comes up and they get the ref. Uh, you can whore. So <laughs> a lot in the sevens tournaments, people will just go to a tournament without a team and be like, does anyone need a whore? Oh my gosh. And you just jump on that team. Yeah. So this summer, I, our, our team had played in one tournament and we didn't, we like went through our round, but then Southern Pines was continuing on and they really needed someone for the final. Yeah. I think it was semifinals. So it's like, I guess I can play. So I like whored with them. Yeah. So. They're actually really nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, do we do Don't travel? go throwing that term around outside of rugby. <laughs> Probably not. Sometimes I say it around other people and they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, well. <laughs> um, you travel. Sorry. You, I... Oh yeah. So we just, we do travel a lot. Yeah. Tournaments. Um, we'd go to Savannah, the 15th tournament every March. It's like St. Patrick's Day around that time. Yeah. So People go a lot of places. I went to a tournament this summer in uh, south of Chattanooga, north of, it's like north of Georgia. That was, that was a good drive. I can't remember how long it was. <laughs> Probably like seven hours. Yeah. 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 Then the social aspect, what you were asking about. Yeah. I mean, I just, I hadn't, I hadn't heard, but I mean, you did sort of yeah. talk on that a little. And usually in every social, wherever it's had, um, people will sing songs. So they're rugby songs. Oh, that's cool. I don't know if you ever heard of that. No. They're usually pretty vulgar, um, very call and response. Yeah. And so like if you want... Just your typical drinking song. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you want to sing part of the song, because usually it's it's interactive where there are all these different options options based off of like the position or... I don't know. There's a song about Yogi Bear even. It's super random. Um, but you kind of just hold your cup over your head and then you go next if yeah. everyone points at you. Yeah. So it's just stuff like that that everyone can kind of come together and bond over is really fun. Um, we actually had a social at my house over the, um, for Cape Fear 7's weekend, and I kind of I learned some of the songs on the piano to play yeah. with them while yeah. they sang. So it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. <laughs> that sounds really fun. Might have been a little tipsy, so it took me a little <laughs> bit to get... But then it sounds so much better. I'm over here like, ah, da, and it like, sounds great. <laughs> good time it's just really unique yeah. and it's a, it's a hard barrier to break to get into yeah just understanding everything and also feeling like you can do that but once you do it and once you try it and if you really like it you get to come off the field every single time off the pitch saying i did that like yeah whatever i have this week i truck someone and then drink with them after like that's awesome yeah. or you know, however, every teammate is contributing in their own way. Right. So, so with the social, then you're you're definitely just competitive on the field, and it it goes away. Yeah. Immediately afterwards. A lot of teams are different. I mean, there are premier teams that might operate in a different way. You might have a player who's really advanced, and they really aren't necessarily about the social aspect. But right. usually, even professionals are gonna do play the game and then enjoy afterwards kind of just yeah the love of the actual game and not necessarily any i don't know gruff that was on the field right it's not the same for everyone like some people are just the way they are but <clears throat> or have different preferences but anything else that you feel like i haven't just it's just like the most inclusive sport i think really i would argue that i can't think of another sport that is as inclusive okay as rugby I don't know. I just, it's great. <laughs> I kind of like it. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. I would say another mis misnomer 
not to celebrate that. No, guy, you're but, good. You're good. Um, people also like worry about not having pads or anything. That's oh. something that you hear a lot. Yeah. But in rugby, they teach you how to safely tackle. Like you yeah. see football players going head to head, and obviously that breeds concussions left and right. And it's not that you don't get concussions in rugby, but typically people are going lower, and um, you can get red carded for. Or yellow carded for oh, okay. a high tackle. So okay. if you tackle higher than a certain amount. Or if they have like a really nasty, even if accidental, like the neck or something yeah. like that, you might get called off the field. So it's um, safer than most people realize. But, you know, that doesn't mean you're not going to get hurt. Yeah. But a lot of attitudes change about getting hurt on the field anyways after they play for a little bit. But... Like, if you hurt your finger, you're right. like, no, nah, it doesn't really hurt. Right. Like, I've never done that before, but it's not that bad. Right. So, anyways, that was my only other thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Like, when was the first time you tackled? Or were you, like, then practicing lots of tackling before the, like, first tackle in-game? Yeah. All of the adrenaline. We always practice, especially with any new person that comes on. We want to walk them step-by-step step through the tackling and just get them used to falling. Yeah. Um, and we have um, big bags that they can tackle and get used to that feeling it's nothing like just a real game but at least get you comfortable with it because i mean when someone tackles you you usually can see it coming usually know what's going to happen and you can kind of brace yourself and learn kind of to get rid of the gut instinct of like putting your arm out so that it might uh you might break your wrist so if you learn to put it by their side and just let the fall happen tuck your chin um then yeah they it definitely helps learning over time and it, you get way more comfortable with it as well and learn how to tackle safely to the person as well so do you feel comfortable sharing your instagram yeah as way people can find you sure okay. yeah if anyone has any questions would love to explain more because lord knows i love to talk about rugby <laughs> but yeah it's cape fear women's rugby club women's with the s at the end and then mine is potter point mp3 the Queer Fitness Podcast is co-produced by Eden Robinson, and many thanks to our newest patron, Eden Robinson. This episode of the Queer Fitness Podcast is sponsored by our Patreon. For just $1 a month, you too can become a patron of the Queer Fitness Podcast. You'll get access to bonus content from every episode, as well as patron-only perks. Become a patron and help support the show at patreon.com slash queerfitnesspod.